0: No wrong
1: time to walk. Your host is always walk. You no <laughs> said that. Wire I did think, think that you said that. I was like, did you say No, to- no wrong time to walk. The new like cooking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you do that. <laughs> that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Welcome to No No Wrong Time to Walk with me, your host as always, Brian Dressel. And now, here we go. It's time to get your walk on.
0: <laughs> waka
1: waka. Oh, here we go. <laughs>
0: I'm on board for all of this is all awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking any of that. I'm your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Matt Dog Dites, Joel DeWitt, and Alex Arona.
2: What's going on? Whee. That's right, we don't do nicknames on the finales.
0: I know, it always feels so weird not doing nicknames in the finale, but, you know, it, it came out of laziness and it's staying <laughs> at a tradition. Um, <laughs> Speak for
1: yourselves, I always get a nickname. <laughs>
0: That's, you got to go and earn that, I mean, that was... God, a long time ago now. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember how you earned it beyond like, that sounded really good with your name. That one just works.
1: Yeah. And now it's just kind of stuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Funny how nicknames work.
0: All the ones I tried to give Joel in high school never stuck. And I tried so many of them.
2: You sure did. You gotta come <laughs> up with like simple
0: ones.
3: Simple ones. I, I didn't know my friend Eric's name for like the first year I met. I knew him, so I called him Guy. And then that, <laughs> sadly, that, that stuck and I felt awful.
0: That's an actual yeah. name in some countries, not so much in America, but you know.
3: Yeah. Like everyone just yeah, started right. calling him Guy. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs>
0: What's up, Guy? Yeah. Um, oh, I just want to do like uh, Terrence and Philip. But anyhow. Um, hey, Guy. <laughs> I'm not your guy, buddy. I'm not your buddy, Guy. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Peacemaker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here we are, series wrap-up. Always kind of a bummer doing series wrap-ups because it means that we're done, and, uh, and usually we don't go back to things. We we haven't yet. Uh, I know we'll go back to Venture Brothers whenever that movie comes out. The fact that the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie is coming out gives me a lot of hope that the Venture Brothers one did not get canned, which is exciting. Um, but other than that, I don't see us really going back to other shows. I know we talked about what we do in the Shadows maybe, but then after the most recent seasons, I, I think that's, I think that idea might be... Uh, maybe put to pasture but uh i guess we'll see maybe season five will be good maybe Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) yeah none of us are too too hot on that one (laughs) um peacemaker i would definitely come back for another season granted like like all these shows i want to see how it is because i don't just want to sit here and shit on things that we like so if it doesn't go well that's really why we don't go back to it because like i want to keep enjoying things um so if peacemaker season two is great we might do another another round of no wrong time to rock but but we'll have to see so in the meantime, we're, we're going to do our wrap-up. And uh, our wrap-up today is going to be a little bit a little more focused than ones in the past. We're only doing three categories this time, as opposed to, I think we usually do like four, sometimes five. We did a whole bunch for Venture Brothers. Um, Venture Brothers was a much longer
1: show, so that one made more sense. But this like week... Three, three and a bit years, I think, we were doing Venture Brothers as well, wasn't it? Or oh, two?
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, a long time on that one. Um, but it was just <laughs> way more show. Like, that, that one, we that we really dove in on Venture Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for Peacemaker, we're gonna to do top three characters, top five quotes, and then we're gonna rank the episodes. Which this might be outside of Venture Brothers, the hardest ranking I've had so far. Um, trying to put these in an order of like favorite was like, oof. I have a standout favorite, and the rest is kind of second place.
1: Yeah,
3: that's I have I have like a, a very standout favorite as well, and also I just want to give a preface here my favorite characters not who you'd think hmm
1: it's not best friend vigilante
0: oh he's number one <laughs> <laughs> that one's exactly what you think <laughs> the way you say that is anybody here watching she hulk it just reminded me of the the girl with longers in the most recent episode of she hulk the way he just said not what you think i'm actually enjoying she hulk i know I'm, I'm not a marvel guy but i, I think it's a good
2: show it's, it's a, fun, fun. Show. It's a yeah, fun show it's fun
0: yeah. it's fun it's fun
2: it's not I actually watch
1: that one, then. Because I've not watched any of the Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus.
3: There's three that are worth it, and there's like nine of them, so I'd say three are worth it. What it, are the three? Uh, Loki, WandaVision, and, and probably this one. Yeah,
2: okay. I'm, I'm there for that. I think that's right.
0: I'd go with four, and I'd throw in Moon Knight. I really liked Moon Knight. I, I liked uh, that they, they, they dove into different things and that it was really standalone. But otherwise, I agree with you. Yeah, the other three,
1: I I think, tracked. To be the, the only one... That, on there that has actually been of any interest to me was What If and that's if probably okay? the, only, the only one that I'm at, at least considering watching
0: okay. there's, you can, ju- if you see the characters you like, like in the episode preview, you could just watch those, you don't have to go through the whole thing if you don't like it yeah, because yeah. it's an episode per episode basis, so they're all pretty, rough, like yeah. roughly all separate, like the Doctor Strange one is great, like great and the, the Peggy Carter one is okay Mm. i like, so the, like you the, kinda, the black panther as star lord was okay that was yeah it was okay I, that was I, I really was like clever. getting another chadwick boseman performance so that was worth it But let's yeah. talk about peacemaker we're here for peacemaker <laughs> 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 we're just going straight in the marvel world um but let's get started uh we're, we're just gonna dive right into this thing all right we're gonna wait a second before we dive right into it i'm gonna change my mind immediately uh let, let's do what we've done in the past for other shows i don't think we did it for what was in the shadows but maybe we did I just kind of want a general read. Like, how did you feel about Peacemaker? Uh, and I can get us started. Um, Cause I really, I know we started this show with the suicide squad, but I really left the suicide squad off of the wrap up because it was, you know, more of like a, an appetizer to what we were diving into. At least in my mind, if you kept suicide squad stuff in your wrap up, that's fine. I, it just didn't fit for me. Um But I got to say like, like we've had so much comic book shit over the past, what, 10, 15 years now, if not longer. Um, uh, that getting any new stuff is more, just more the same at this point. And to me, Peacemaker with the suicide squad, but more so just the show was just such a breath of fresh air because it, it didn't feel like it was trying to break the mold so much as just work within it, but in its own way. And I, I think that was just absolutely phenomenal. And it, it felt like a comic show the whole way through. It felt like a world that Superman can show up in, but didn't have to, um, but it still told a grounded story while also not being grounded at all. Like it, it kind of hit everything. I wanted a comic book story to hit and did it very well. So I, I I'm in love with this show and I'm very excited for season two, but like we said last week with uh, the finale, if I didn't get a season two, I'd still be in love with this show and still want to rewatch it a hundred times. and I would look forward to like
3: the times when like peacemaker would just like kind of show up. Yeah. Cause I feel like there is like plenty of room for that character to just, you know, cause I, I, I That's the thing about him is that like I'm, I'm waiting for him to get like, you know, get get into it with you know Ben Affleck Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where's that like? Oh, he just happens to be in Gotham, and Ben Affleck Batman shows up and is like, "What are you doing here, Peacemaker?"
4: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, fuck off, Batman.
3: (laughs) And it's very and it's been it's proven that they that he has interacted or knows of them. They know they he like Batman probably knows of them. So it's yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This is, yeah, he's a good character now in that universe.
0: Yeah. How did you feel about like the show overall?
3: I thought it was excellent. I thought that it did, uh, it, it definitely established the thing I've been talking about this whole podcast, that like these co- these are just comic book characters. They don't have to be real serious. And I felt like his arc, uh, his emotional arc and growth has been uh, phenomenal, that you don't even, that you don't see very much in, like, big budget You don't see very much in just movies in general. Like, some movies are just flat, and this character had a beginning and end growth.
0: It it was nice now that you mentioned that, because that was one of the bigger complaints people had of the Suicide Squad was like, yeah, it's seen as hilarious, but he's also not much of anything. He's very one noted, just kind of like he's a funny guy, then he's a bad guy, and then he's dead. And there's not much to him. And like, I remember watching that going, but he has his own show. I know he has his own show. So maybe the arc will come there, and they, they totally did. They pulled it off. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like um, the Suicide Squad was sort of like <clears throat> its own story, but also like what they used to do a lot in the eighties, where you would have the what they called the backdoor pilot, where yeah. you would have like this new series set up on an established series and sort of like work it in that way. And that's kind of how I look at Peacemaker's character in the Suicide Squad. We're kind of setting up who he is, but we're doing all the actual backstory and the character development in their own series uh, rather yeah. than, you know, taking time out of the main sort of story to do that yeah. as well. And it works so well. You know, like you can see the very clear evolution of the character from when they start where he starts like, at the beginning of the suicide squad to where he ends up there is like... are you
3: saying that the suicide squad is cheers and peacemaker <laughs> is Frazier? because yes i agree
1: <laughs> sure I'm into that i'm definitely into that <laughs> why not <laughs> but yeah i i i love this show like, I am really excited for what is to come as well. I really want them to bring in Kite Man. And I really yeah. want, you know, all the crazy one, all the crazy DC characters. You know, the one, Condiment King. I fucking want Condiment King in, bring in Season Bat-Mite. 2.
0: Bring in Batmite.
1: Br- Brat- Batmite. That would, like, it would be so good just to see, you know, I can't, because it's James Gunn. I, and he's quite clearly in love with these characters i can't see this going like you know the roots of say what we're doing in the shadows because it's still james gunn that's doing it it's not like you know we have new showrunners who are yeah. who are taking over it's still him that's sort of behind it if it was someone else i'd be a bit more apprehensive but i am very confident that we will be back to talk about the second season because I can't see how they wouldn't you know, continue it. Like I just love the show. And I yep. love that they are not afraid to sort of deal with the really weird shit that you get in comics. Like comic books, you know, there's always a bit this cover, Oh, this comic book film is so realistic. It's like, well, it's comic book film. I kind of, I'm kind of fed up of all the. Oh, it's so realistic! It's so realistic. I want to see more wacky stuff. Like I yeah. want to see the more out there stuff. There's certain things that they do benefit from being more realistic. Like say characters like the Punisher and the Marvel side, because that character has always been sort of grounded reality. But I like the idea of, you know, especially with DC. Side, which is always sort of seems to be like really serious, but actually, they've got some batshit crazy characters in there as well. I mean, DC but...
0: started as the weird one, so like they still yeah. have those roots in there somewhere. I mean, there's a reason why like Starro was a villain, like that's not a Marvel villain, that is very much DC, like huge demigod thing that takes over people by th- throwing babies on their faces. Like, that is very DC, <laughs>
1: yeah. G- give me more of that, give me more of that crazy stuff, though. I just, i Honestly, I really want to badly see a live action version of Condiment King, even if it's just in a flashback form, of where Condiment King is like saying to Peacemaker, Oh, I'm in your cudry of super, super villains, and he just shoots him in no the head. No, you're not! Yeah.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, okay. Before we ask Joel what his take on the, the season was, I got to ask you the most important question of the day Who would you have play Condiment King?
1: Ooh. Damn, yeah, that's, that's a tough a, one, isn't it? That's a really good question. Is that
3: Steve Buscemi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually like that. That's a good one. That's, that's a really good one. That. Christ yeah, all you, like,
3: all you need is just a guy who's just desperate for you know who's who has like one crazy idea but is desperate for relevance.
1: Now,
0: hear me out. I was going to go with Chris Tucker.
3: Okay, that would also be very good. Someone who's very desperate for relevance.
0: Yeah, like, I think he could pull off that incredibly strange, like, why the fuck is Condiment King and Chris Tucker? Like, that would just be such a, I have to see what this shit is.
3: Just have him be, like, uh, the his character in uh, in Fifth Element.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But throwing, you know, relish and mustard and ketchup at people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The first name that popped into my head, and I don't know why this popped into my head, Keanu Reeves. I have no (laughs) idea why, though. I can't tell you why, and I can't even tell you if it would be a good idea, but I just think, at the very least, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. (laughs) I I don't think
0: think that's where I would go, but, you know.
3: If you think about his character in Toy Story, what, 4? Yeah. I mean, his character was someone who was very unsure of himself. A little bit of anxious but when pushed could do what needed to be done and i think that's where that's where you get like a good possible condiment king or even just you know you could i think keanu reeves could have been you know polka dot man and i'm not saying we're it would have been better absolutely not but you know no, you could
0: crush that role
3: but you could throw in the fact that like you know having that anxiety and that uh that and that lack of confidence only to be built up and then thrive could very well be a Keanu Reeves. As he's done that before.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah,
3: maybe all Mark Joel. Hamill as an old
2: comic book. Oh
0: God, Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be awesome too. Um, all right, Joel, take on the season. What do you think?
2: Yeah, so I, I think out of all of us, I had the most reservation about doing into this show because it's it's comic book stuff. I've had a lot of burnout ever since uh, Endgame happened with the Understand Marvel side myself. of things. Yeah. Uh to the point where I've told people like I I think I'm done with this stuff just as a but this uh this show roped me in from episode one and there's there's so many reasons why it works. One is because the type of comedy it does is not funny quips or, or snappy writing. It is situational. Uh I think one of the grievances I have with Marvel stuff anymore is that the the shtick of having everybody being snappy and quick and uh, quippy has sort of run its course for me. And uh, I'm kind of tapped out on that stuff where these characters, they're, you know, it, it is how they screwball around or their reactions to what's happening that feel more grounded and real. Like it, it's it's not not grimy, but it's it's a little more. Maybe a I think. yeah yeah rough around the yep. edges and, and that seems more human to me too than uh what the the marvel properties lately have been so it, right. it's it's a nice departure from that i've also been more of a dc fan uh, comparably mostly because like batman has been for the longest fi- time my favorite comic book hero so that it helps that it has that sort of same universe going on
0: yeah for sure i think
1: the the marvel films now they just feel very written like everything's so precisely written whereas this comes across a bit more organic and i think that that sort of lends itself to you know we look at this and think there must have been some sort of improv here this can't have all been scripted just because the way the interactions are and it kind of feels that way whereas everything in marvel feels very Oh, that's a scripted line that you've done like fifteen different takes of, and you've you've chose this ver- this version of that line to drop in to that shot as a comeback. You, the, you these
2: know, it, the, these characters' <clears throat> responses and reactions seem genuine. I guess might be the way I describe it. Like yeah. they they are reactions that I could see about anybody having to say uh, a butterfly crawling into somebody's mouth, or yeah, uh, or getting you, launched into a kaiju. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I said, very grounded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. um,
0: all right, well, let's get started on our, our wrap-up here. Uh, again, for those who weren't paying attention in the beginning, our categories this time around are top three characters, top five quotes, and ranking the episodes. Uh, so I'm going to start with characters, and I, I will happily get this ball rolling. Um, so I'm going to go with my top three characters, and um by top three, of course, I mean top four because, you know, like every time I do this, my, my last place is a tie because I can't make up my mind. Um, so in the third place this time, it was a tie between specifically, not the actor, but specifically Detective Song um, because I, I fucking love Detective Song in this. It's just that she gets exited from the show a little too early and then she turns into Goff, which she, the actor still crushes as Golf, and she's amazing. But I, I like Detective Song specifically. Um, and then she's tied with Harcourt because Harcourt was just great throughout the entire show Um, my number two is Peacemaker himself because Peacemaker is incredible and we don't have a show without him and his arc throughout the entire thing is amazing he has so many just amazing moments with people or by himself like that uh, I think it's like episode four or three where he has like that dance sequence with Dancing by Myself and he's just sobbing at the end of it and it's very emotional and Cena crushes it the whole way through um, and he's just a great character. And I, I loved all of it. And he's just a perpetual man baby. It's, it's fun. Um, and then, number one, uh, I'm agreeing with Alex not to spoil Alex, but it's Vigilante because he stole the whole show. And he's he has a bit of an arc. It's not a huge one, but it's there. Um, and just, you know, Freddy Stromos just, he did such an amazing job with this character and not being this huge name actor in a cast of somewhat known people to unknown, but they're all recognizable. And here's this guy. And, and he held up with everybody and stole the show more often than not. And uh, if that doesn't win you favorite character, I don't know what does. Uh, that's it for me. And since I kind of spoiled Alex's number one, I'll let him go next.
3: Okay. Um, I I kind of went with characters that I felt like, you know, I, I know that there are a lot of favorites in the show and I, and this is uh, removing the obvious, but there are uh, a couple of characters that I felt like they just had a little you know hint of a moment that made me laugh really loud a lot louder than i felt like it should have uh my number one obviously is a vigilante just because i feel like everybody needs a vigilante to have their back just like doesn't matter how wrong you are you have just somebody that's just like yeah what he said it sounds crazy i know but i trust him you know it's like that's like just unapologetically just has your back even if you're if you're entirely wrong But my other two favorite characters were uh, the couple that that Peacemaker takes hostage. Very briefly, Uh, their back and forth made me laugh really hard. Just them having this like fight. He says, "My negligee makes me look fat." It's like, "Oh, what's your problem, man?" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then uh, the nursing staff.
4: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
3: just them like, are you guys ready? And the nursing staff cocks a shotgun. We're like, yes, we're ready. (laughs) Let's (laughs) fucking go. Like, calm down. (laughs) Who would wake up, you know, and just say, I want to be a male nurse? What? That's mean. (laughs) Because they're mean judging on this male nurse.
0: Uh, Uh, That's a solid list. (laughs) Those are my top three. I think you need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, you're up.
1: So yeah, my my number three is Mern. I just think he's really great. Like throughout the whole series, you've got the um, you've got the really good interaction between him and an Economos about Mern sharing a feeling and it being the first time that he's ever done that. Um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, number two is like a joint one for me actually. So it's Peacemaker and Harcourt. I couldn't really choose between them. Um, they both got really interesting sort of character arcs throughout where Harcourt's becoming this sort of leader kind of. Um and Peacemaker's sort of like going on this his own journey as well. But they also have some really good interaction together and some of the best sort of sequences for like sort of character growth are between those two. So I really like that one. And then number one's Vigilante, because of course it's Vigilante. Damn, he's cleaning up. He really
0: is. In more ways than one. Even if Joel doesn't pick him, he still wins by majority. But, uh, well, <laughs> let's see what Joel has to say.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I, I'll preface it with this was a very hard list, maybe harder than the episode choices here for me. But, uh, number three is Detective Song. Yeah. So, so I just, I really liked her character throughout. I thought she was always a foil to Peacemaker's dad very well. Uh, and she, you wanted her to win in some weird way, which, uh, isn't what I'd expect for a show where she's technically an antagonist, right? So uh just really good character. Number two, Eedley. <laughs> so <laughs> solid e- pick. Eedley is not there often, but he is M V P in terms of uh you know, being clutch except for one, which I'll except I'll for give helmet a, delivery service. Uh, yeah, I'll give it I'll give a dimmy for that one. I, I think that's more a taste of Eedley wanting to help, but maybe just fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, number one has to be a Vigilante. it's th- that that character is such a bright shining star to this whole series. He he overshadows uh, Peacemaker in in ways that work. You know, because you might be concerned that well, overshadowing the main character means that the main character is not well developed, but he is, and that just goes to show how good his character is.
0: Oh yeah, wow! I, I don't think we've ever in any of our shows agreed on the favorite character. Like all the co-hosts, I, I'm a little impressed. Way to go, Vigilante! Goddamn. Um, I don't think we have either. I'm trying. And then just like a few weeks ago, we're, we're going to lose Alex again. <laughs> 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 the, show is, the show is cursed. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, uh, we don't have the rest of Alex's notes, and that's okay. Um, but uh, but I'm sure he also had a favorite five quotes, and uh, I'm sure he also ranked the episodes. Um, we're just going to assume that he agreed with uh, with all of us on all of it. And uh, thanks, Alex.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We did what we could. Maybe the there is no nothing going on, and he's just like, oh shit! I, I, I thought it was just top three characters. I haven't done the rest of it. Um, yeah, I got an emergency. I Need to just like run off.
0: Yeah, I gotta go. Um, the dog ate my or, homework. Or maybe, unlike Matt, Alex understands good running joke, and he knew he had to dive out at one point in an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, uh, we're, we're going to move right into five quotes um, And we're going to keep the order going Because I, I think it's working for us uh, So I'm going to go first again my, my my top five quotes, I had a really, really tough time ranking them So I'm just going to read them in the order I wrote them And that's going to count as my ranking, because why not? Um, so my number one is a Peacemaker quote uh, And it's from the very first episode And uh, it's the back when men were real men Because they weren't afraid to be women <laughs> <laughs> Such a good line Um, my next one's from I think episode three, and it's the first time that uh Vigilante has to fight Judo Master, and I don't think they fight really again. And Vigilante doesn't shy away from any fight but fighting Judo Master, and he does so with an amazing line, which is, No, no, fuck this, no way, it's over, you win, fair fight, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Such for Vigilante, him giving up is just it says so much, and it's it's awesome. Um, and then I gotta go with uh, "fuck you, Barry" um, from Aquaman because I, I loved that moment, and you know, for all the reasons I said last week, which is including saying "fuck you" to Ezra Miller. It's just just. And then um, I am gonna swap these other two because my, my favorite one I'll read last. But the uh, the one that kind of in, I didn't go for the actual title of the show, but I went for the title of the show adjacent because I think it's a better line, and I went with Economos, are you insinuating that there is a right time and a wrong time to rock?". Uh, delivered so well and it encompasses so much of the show Um, and then my favorite it's a bit of a run so give me a moment with it but it's so good Uh, why are all your pets names so unoriginal why are you my least favorite kid in this class and then the best line in the whole show because I can see right through you and I think you're a loser
1: (laughs) that (laughs) cuts so deep (laughs) oh that is so good
0: it was really tough picking lines. There are so many. I was, and especially when it's originally going to do their favorite lines or favorite moments. I'm like, this is going to be impossible. Yeah. Um, but the five I picked were ones that stood out, and I still remember even not thinking about Peacemaker. So I, I think those those win. Uh, and that would be since we skipped Alex, it went to Matt, right? Yep, I believe yep. so.
1: Yeah. Um, so mine are kind of not really in any particular order. These are just like the sort of top five quotes in general. So the. Whatever order you want to put them in works as well. Like they're all joint number one. Um, so the first one I'll go with is it's actually the, the after-the-end credits tag from the first episode, I think it is. And it's it's where Oggy and Peacemaker are in the the little area and he's showing him all the different helmets that he's got. And it's just where he goes, this one will give you scabies. G- give me skip sca- Why would I want scabies? Challenge yourself. Maybe mention of scabies once his life. Okay,
0: I love that it comes just... back in the finale too with the scabies for all helmets. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the
1: opposite. Uh, next one is just doesn't need any sort of setup really. Why don't you maintain your torture shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the little bonus line: I do maintain my torture shit. <laughs> Sorry, my torture shit is immaculate. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we need to do that special special director's not director's cut.
0: (laughs) We just, uh, it was Joel or Alex who said, "Is he on cameo?" That's that's the ticket right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then you got the next one is when I find out I'm someone murdered an innocent person or sold heroin or fuck it, let me start again. (laughs) (laughs) When I find out someone murdered an innocent innocent person or sold somebody heroin. Or did some graffiti. And I kill that person with my bare hands. Their eyeballs popping out of their skulls. Do you think that gives me pleasure? No. Well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, next one is Peacemaker talking about uh, Judo Master. These martial artists, they're hardcore. <laughs> their heart stops beating they just concentrate and move a kidney up in its place. And then the kidney circulates the blood through the system and then the last one is um vigilante and economos but we can't use duct tape that'll hurt their skin when we try to pull it off so you're compassionate about tape but not brutally murdering people yes <laughs> vigilante really is
0: the best god damn
1: yeah i was uh, when i was putting my quotes together thinking the first run of this is like it was all vigilante quotes, like, okay, I need to pull out some of these ones and put some other quotes in because yeah. It
0: took a lot for me not to just do all detective detective song quotes and then by the time I was done removing the detective song quotes, I had no detective song quotes left and I, I feel a little bad about that still.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think something <laughs> about I think
2: something about hers being always like put to the T ball. You know, and then her just knocking yeah. it out of the park. Like, he he is such a good foil to her because it's so easy for her to retort, you know.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, but, Joel, what are your quotes?
2: All right. Uh, these are sort of in order. Number five. There is no time to rock, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had, like, a mental cheer when I <laughs> heard that yep. in the show after so long to, of them not broaching that at all. Um, two, or four this is back when men were real men because they weren't afraid to look like women.
0: (laughs) Damn, Joel, we're we're two for two. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Three, this is early on in the the season here. Uh, Mern says, you always want to be this difficult? And then Peacemaker just jumps with, yep.
1: (laughs) I guess episode one, I think, that. Yeah, That's really early on. It's in the the sort of like the restaurant place where he's just because it's, it's while he's shoveling the lettuce in his mouth in it as well it, yeah,
2: yeah, it's re- yeah I, I was tickled by that <laughs> it's real <laughs> good um, two is uh, Fitzgibbon this is going to sound weird but I think Locke was just describing the fucking hamburger <laughs> <laughs> and, and number one has to be no no fuck this no way it's over you won fair fight I gotta <laughs> go
0: Wow, we had three overlapping quotes in eight hours of a TV show. Oh, it was so good!
1: I mean, we would have all had that vigilante quote overlapping if I hadn't have taken it out of my list and replaced it with a different one.
0: Oh, that's funny! It is such a good moment too, like especially because it's out of character for vigilante because usually he's yeah. game to
2: fight, but this one he's like, "Nope." Well, it's out of character for vigilante, but also I'm not used to seeing action movies where like they always just say "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's such a good moment. Oh boy, it's time to rank the episodes. And uh, this is tough. Th- this was really, really tough for me. And you're going to kind of catch a uh, a bit of a theme, maybe, when you get to my rankings. But I'm going to go in order. I'm going to go one to eight, um, because it makes the most sense to me. Uh, and that's kind of how I had to do this, or I couldn't have done it. I basically like, what's my favorite? And let's go down from there. Like, what episode would I want to watch next? Which one would I want to watch next? And that's kind of how I ranked it of in order of if i could only watch one at a time what would i put on um that falls apart almost immediately but that's how i started <laughs> this um so my number one was episode 6 Murn after reading uh and it could be for any multiple reason it moves the dial so much plot wise maybe just for the my beautiful monster sequence which is just fucking incredible um so, so many reasons to it that that I just, I think that episode is damn near perfect. Um, and it has the hamburger moment that Joel just mentioned. It has just, yeah, I, I just, I love that episode. Uh, number two is kind of a tie for two, three, and four, because I think these episodes are best when watched together. Um, so I just rank them in order. Uh, so number two is episode one. Number three is episode two. And number four is episode three. Um. <laughs> i just think they, they they released those three episodes together i think on purpose because they really do feel kind of like a three-act structure and i think they work really well together and i i think they do kind of cascade down in quality like that where they i mean all the episodes are fucking phenomenal but i think as far as the first three go they do get kind of a little bit lesser each time but only because they're they're not trying to as impress you as hard as the pilot was so i don't think it's a bad thing either but that's kind of why i put them in that order. Um And then what would have been my number two if it wasn't for, I think, the intro so well is episode eight. It's Cow or Never. I I think the finale is just one of the best finales we've covered on this show, let alone best finales of any TV show. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Number six, Stop Dragging My Heart Around because it's great. Um, Number seven, Monkey Dory because it's fucking great. Uh, And then my least favorite episode, I guess, if you want to call it that, uh, and it's just because it's a bit of a cool-down episode and a bit of a reset, would be episode four, The Chode Less Traveled. Still an amazing episode, it just has to do the extra work of being almost kind of like a repilot, of like, we're done with the rock show entrance of the first three episodes of We're Here, and now it kind of has to calm down for a minute and kind of set the tone for the rest of the show, which the rest of the show is amazing, so episode four is amazing, and ranking these things was a motherfucker, (laughs) uh, but there's my
1: ranking. Matt, you would be next. Yes. So I kind of have like a top three and then the rest are basically in in like on the same level and the top three are maybe like on the same level as each other. And we're only talking like maybe half a point difference as well because I just think this entire series is fantastic. Yeah. It's been consistently great throughout. So um, I've got as my number one, uh, Better Gough Dead, I absolutely love this episode. It sets so up everything that's going to come perfectly. You've got the great bits with Vigilante when he gets when he pulls the mask off. Still one of one of my favourite <laughs> sort of visual gags in the whole series of him making the stupid faces. And even in like the background of the shot, he's still making the stupid faces, even though nobody's looking at him. It's frigging hilarious. Uh, number two is Murn After Reading because of everything that you said, Brian. Basically, it's fucking great. You know, rabble, rabble, all that stuff. <laughs> um, number three, Monkey Dory because I just love that whole sequence in the um, the factory of like, you know, oh, why yeah. don't you, you just throw a grenade? A oh, grenade blows up like two people. Why does that blow up? I don't know. I just invented it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just it like, you know, all the like, the, the, the quippy moment, it's kind of like quippy moments, but it's just, it's believable quippy moments. It's not like someone said something and then it's like, oh, snapback or anything like that. You, you know, you've got the bit where it's like, Charlie's our guardian angel. And it's like, looks like he's been slacking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like, literally the rest of them, like I said, might just be, might as well just be joint. Um, it's cow or never. Stop dragging my heart around. Best Friends for Never, A Whole New World, and uh, The childless Travel. There's literally 0.1% difference in score between any of those. It, they are so close. And to me, it's kind of like, if I'm going to watch Peacemaker, I'm going to watch Peacemaker. I'm not going to yeah. just go, I'm just going to watch this this episode. Um, I will watch episode one to episode eight. And I'll probably even watched suicide squad with it as well because I just yep. I love the film uh, i I didn't include suicide squad on on any of this really but I, I think I, you know if we were to include that that would be sort of in in the top sort of three area as well because it's just fucking brilliant
0: I mean if we had to include the movie that would have been my number one i I love love that movie I've gone back to yeah. it so many times like I, I am I'm a little obsessed with that movie it, it might be one of my favorite comic book movies I think it's I been actually so think fucking
1: good I actually think in such a short space of time of it actually being out as well, I'm, I've am i probably seen it maybe like 20 times or something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so fucking good.
0: It's just a fantastic movie through and through. Um, yeah. But and yeah that's, like, that's why I didn't include it on this because then it just would have been like, the Peacemaker is great, but let me talk about The Suicide Squad for this entire part. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and that's kind of like what, where I was sort of thinking, was like, well, I'll end up with a shitload of Suicide Squad quotes as well. But it was just like, what i love about the suicide squad so much is the fact that you go from the first suicide squad film which was just a mess and yeah. really bad to that it's it's literally night and day difference in quality yeah a hundred percent going to start talking now
2: <laughs>
0: Joel, can, can, it's time time to bring this ranking to a close will you agree with us at all we only had one agreement in there and i'm surprised at what it was
2: okay okay well uh i i think you guys have covered a lot of the reasons, and and I'll sound like uh, beating a dead horse. I've got a clear top one, and then it, it is hard to really mince between all of them. Uh, number one's better off Goff dead. Yes. For, oh wow. For 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 me, it's gotta be better Goff dead. There's there's so it's so damn funny. Such a good episode. <laughs> so damn funny. You did introduce to Judo Master and, and Uh you know, uh, vigilante just killing it the entire episode too, which helps. But everybody's involved in some way, and it all works really well against their characters. Uh, beyond that, I don't have much else to say besides what you guys said. But uh, two is Mern after reading. Uh, three is stop Dragging with my heart, stop dragging my heart around. Four is a whole new world. Eight, uh, five is it's cower never. Six is Monkey Dory. Seven is the Chode less traveled. And then two is best friends for never.
0: Wow. Yeah. We almost agreed on some. The <laughs> you and I agreed on number five, and we agreed, and that's it. And then Matt and I agreed on number eight, and that was it.
4: Mm,
1: me and Joe agreed on number one. Oh, I'm just talking
0: about for me. Yeah, you guys agreed on number oh. one. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it goes
2: back to what you guys said. I mean, th- these are so good by degrees that really, I think somebody can make a case for just about any order for these.
1: Oh, I mean, my order will probably change tomorrow as well, but it, it's so close between them. Like, you know, you mentioned the, my favorite monster moment from man after reading. I feel this exact same way. again about the, the sequence at the end of better, better Goth dead. Like the music in that is just incredible. And it's well, that's just, my...
0: that's my thing with better Goff dead is that I, I honestly think it works best as being watched with one and two. Like, I, I won't go to part three on its own because I'll feel like I jumped into, like, Return of the King without watching Two Towers and Fellowship. It's just like, but you might be a great thing, but I need to watch the other two parts for you to be as great as I know you are. Like, that that's the only reason why I got so farther down my list. Because technically I agree with you. It should be number one, but or a uh, number two for me because I love six so much. But it, it needed those other two episodes with it. Like, that's, that's just my take on it. But that's also speaking the volumes of how good everything in this show is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time i think since we've done something where we basically are saying every single installment in this is excellent like the, maybe even, first season
0: it, what we do in the shadows
1: i think even maybe? then there was there was some and they're like you know you you had issues with the trial in that it was, yeah. wasn't yeah. really much of a story it, it yeah. was just a lot of jokes and like you know even even when we look at venture brothers there are some oh every season has episodes. an episode
0: that isn't my favorite yeah
1: yeah and you know the resident evil films as well you know flawless five (laughs) like that that was the thing it's like there's always like one. there was that
0: one movie yeah there's always
1: at least one clear problematic episode or shit episode or whatever however to describe it where it's like but with peacemaker i think this is the i mean granted we're we're looking at it's like it's eight episodes and it's one season so it's kind of unfair to judge it against say Venture Brothers where you've got I don't know what was 70 odd episodes over 7 seasons was it or something it's kind of unfair to judge on that because you're talking about a a vast amount more so it might change in say you know by season 5 of Peacemaker fingers crossed Um, if I was a betting man I think it's done it too
0: that's just my guess based on how Warner Brothers wants to spend money and how busy James Gunn is I'm
1: guessing two and done, but we'll see. I'm uh, hoping for at least three. Cause then you've got a nice little trilogy thing. And... Sure, I, I'd be okay with two. I
2: One thing I didn't mention earlier on, this show is really dense. You yeah. know, each, each episode has so much packed into it that you really need like a week off to sort of take it all in and process it. And, and it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I probably won't revisit the show after just because it's, it's an undertaking but uh yeah I, I would be totally up for at least another season but i i'd be yeah. completely happy if it was a very small contained story
0: yeah i mean we'll see i mean because i if james if james gunn is one of those guys that uh we're not with some friends last night and he the way he put it like nailed it he's like i've bought season tickets to this guy like, if he puts something out i'm gonna watch it like that that's just the way it is yeah. um and so if he feels that this is a five season story, I would trust James Gunn at this point to go take a look at it, and maybe maybe I'll fall off that train. Maybe I'll you know I won't re up my season tickets. But at this point, he's done enough that makes me go: if he's making it, I will watch it.
1: Yeah, he's got enough of that sort of um... what's the fr- uh clout. No, it's. Uh... Good, good. good oh, this this would have been so much better if I could think think of the actual gravitas. Gravitas. No. I like that. That's good. It's it's good. That that's good. It's not the the uh, good faith. I think is what I mean. Yeah, like, sure. You know, he's got enough good faith from the audience of like everything that he's done beforehand. That you know you confident that whatever he will do will be of a good quality and it will be at the very least it'll be interesting. Yeah, because like I mean, he's made stuff I'm not a huge fan of. Like, I do not
0: like Super at all. I think that is just a down and out bad movie. I, I don't think there's really anything good in it. I do not like that movie at all. But I still love James Gunn, and I know lots of people who love that movie and think it's phenomenal. And like, I'm not trying to take that away from them. I just I know when I watched Super, I went, I am out.
1: See, I, I watched it recently, and I kind of enjoyed it, but I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was like the best film ever. But I thought it was quite an interesting take on superhero type. It was kind of like what Kick-Ass did, but a bit more uh, grounded, I suppose.
0: Sure, I, I'm not going to get into my my, my anti super rant because it would bring a bummer to the end of this the this episode <laughs> where I'm very happy about Peacemaker. I mean, my but, only, yeah, the, my only thing. I, I'm that even I've excited James... for the next uh, Guardian stuff. Like, if James Gunn's still involved, I'm, I can't be excited for a holiday special. But James Gunn made a holiday special. I'm excited for. it. I, I'm going <laughs> to check it out.
1: Yeah, Guardians Two is probably the only one that I'm not as much of a fan of, and I just think that it just feels a bit more noted. Does yeah. that one? Uh, and that's that's why I have a bit of an issue with Guardians 2, is it just feels a bit more like Studio Noted, because Guardians 1 feels very much like he was kind of left to it, because Guardians of the Galaxy was this kind of non-entity kind of thing, like, well, we'll see what happens with this.
0: Yeah, 2, two felt like I had to lift a little bit more weight, although I can say every rewatch I've done of 2, which hasn't been that many, but the ones that I have, I have enjoyed the movie a little bit more every time. Like, the... The really reliant, like, father-son story, I think, actually does work rather well. It's just, there's a lot of other bullshit just shoved in there because Marvel's going to Marvel.
1: Yeah. It's half an hour too long, I think. But that's that, a, that's another thing for another day of, like, you know, how films are just becoming too long. Uh, or, or not long enough. It, it's it's literally, it's either going one way or the other. It's like someone saying, oh, this four-hour film must be two hours long.
2: Or it per- this way. Too, way, too many movies do it without earning the time. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. Because I'm like, if you cut one minute out of Zack Snyder's Justice League, you've done a great <laughs> sin. That needs to be four hours, and you're wrong. Yeah. But to that extent, there's definitely some that need some fat trimmed. But, you know, um, I think we should start wrapping this thing up. I mean, we can sit here and just, you know, bitch about other comic book stuff all day long. But... Uh, <laughs> But but we're gonna take a break from comic book stuff for a little while. Like I feel like we've done enough comic book adjacent, if not just straight comic book stuff. Um Comic Book adjacent would have been Venture Brothers. I know they're not comics, but they're kinda comics.
1: Um I think mean, Venture Brothers did the comic book was doing comic book stuff before the big comic book oh, yeah. craze. And I if I remember rightly they were getting notes from the studio at the time during season one, it's like, oh, less of this comic book stuff like you know nobody's nobody's getting that so they just added more in and now it's even better
0: the notes for the opening of season four were basically no one will ever get this and it's like but the people who do will find it hysterical yeah and and they were right it was the whole degrading comic book thing from marvel number one was hysterical Mm -hmm. um but yeah whatever uh so next up for our show if you uh dipped out before i did the tease will be the Halloween franchise. We are doing all of the Halloween movies. So franchises, I should say. It'll be the first time we've changed franchises mid, uh, mid-season, but it feels right because, you know, the reboots are still Halloween, and they're hilarious. So we have to talk about them. There's a, a bit of a pattern with the Halloween movies where you make a great first movie, and then you fuck it up. And um and, and I'm really excited to dive into that. Because the first run of it, there are some ups and downs. You know, we get Paul Rudd at certain points, that'll be fun. Um and then the the first reboot with Rob Zombie, the first one is pretty good. It's okay it's pretty good. And then the second one is hysterically bad. And I'm that might be the episode I'm most looking forward to is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. My God. Um but then we get the the david gory green one the first one is great the second one is hysterically bad um and, and it's going to be so much fun talking about this we even have a special guest coming on for that one way 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 down the line who's who's coming on just for one specific joke and it's gonna it's gonna kill me i'm already excited for it um we have a very special guest coming over from the front row who's gonna be joining us for the uh for that duration um i'll introduce you to him next time and uh, I, I just got to say, I'm incredibly excited for this. And if not only because of what I kind of teased last week of uh, I'm not a huge Halloween fan. Like, I've never been a huge Halloween fan. I, I love the first movie. I think the first movie might be one of, if not the best slasher films ever made. And after that, I'm kind of hit and miss from there on out. Um, but because of that, because it's one of the first shows on Binge Buddies that I'm coming at without just unbridled love uh i'm really excited to dive into it and maybe it'll turn me around a lot of times when we've done these sorts of things back when we did it after the hype i always kind of turned around on it and i'm like oh now that i've kind of dug into it and really paid attention i ended up enjoying it and i'm hoping for a similar situation with the halloween or maybe i'll end up just fully hating it which will be interesting too um but uh really quick before we uh we're not gonna do plugs so let wrap up but uh, i just kind of want to see where you guys are in the halloween franchise uh and then we'll do that with our new co-host i don't want to spoil who it is yet uh next time but Joel where are you at in Halloween have you seen them all have you seen a
2: few I know it from pop culture references
0: have you seen any of them no wow that's so exciting <laughs> that's gonna be interesting <laughs> oh man when you get to three you're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> why is any of this happening
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to that
0: <laughs> Uh don't look any of it up do you know do you know anything about season of the witch no Perfect. I am so... Don't watch a trailer. Don't look anything up. Just get ready for that Michael Myers movie. 10-4. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> just genuinely just, just watch it and just be like,
0: huh? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm excited. Uh, Joel, you being our litmus test of have not watched it has been the most fun thing on Binge Buddies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I've said it many times. Anymore, unless it's for the sake of a podcast,
1: I don't watch too much. So. That's fantastic. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I fucking love the first one. I think it's so well done. I, I, I just I love John Carpenter in general. I think he's a great yep. director. But I'm kind of with you. Like, the sequels... I've watched... I haven't even watched all of them yet. I've not watched the Rob Zombie ones. Um, I've not watched Resurrection. And I've not watched anything of the new newest ones apart from the first one. So there's a few in there that I have seen, a few that I haven't seen... And yeah, I I enjoyed them when I watched them, but there's a few of them where I was like, Ugh, well, I've watched it now, I don't need to watch it again. Little did I know, <laughs> <laughs> it was coming for you. Um,
0: and I will say this, and this is partially why our, our new co-host, I'm just going to keep saying that because I don't want to say who it is yet. Uh, he is. Is a- it is it John Carpenter? No, I'm sorry. Oh. It, it, no, it's Michael Myers. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> the no! comedian Mike Myers to come on to talk about the Michael Myers movie. Um, uh, no, we we don't have that type of connection. Um, but he is a diehard Halloween fan. So like that's kind of where uh, since I'm gonna be taking a step back out of the fan seat, we do have somebody coming in who is a diehard fan and loves this stuff. So that will make it uh. Nice and fun, and uh, I've already warned him that I have some not nice things to say, and he said that's fine. So uh,
4: <laughs>
0: had to clarify that before I go and shit over someone's favorite stuff. Because I know <laughs> if we ever get around to doing Friday the Thirteenth, if I bring on somebody who's like, "All these movies suck," I will just murder them, and that, that'll be uh, that'll be my justified normal response to that. Um,
1: but so who knows if we'll ever essentially get essentially turn into Jason Voorhees?
0: I mean, that's going to happen at some point in my life, anyways. I've kind of like, I've just kind of seen that coming. You when know, you've just got
1: the mask.
0: Yeah, I, I only one so far, but I plan it's kind of a goal to own each version of the Jason Voorhees
2: masks. Brian, I've only seen one Jason movie. Do you know what it is?
0: Is it Freddy vs
2: Jason? <laughs> it's Jason X. Ah,
0: I was going to be my next guest. Damn.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, was that in my basement? Did you watch that with me? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what he tied you to the basement? Tied you up in the basement and put matchsticks in your eyes and made you watch it as well?
2: You know, that's closer than you might think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay, not. Okay, anyhow, Brian. moving on to say goodbye. Uh, like I
0: said, being Jason Voorhees is in my future. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I'm just going to do a very big fond farewell to Peacemaker and this show. I really hope that after season two comes out, they're still saying 2023 at some point, although James Gunn has not mentioned anything about filming it, so we'll see. Uh I'm excited to go back to it, but if not, this has been an absolute blast, and I fucking loved Peacemaker. I hope you guys did too. Um, and I hope you all listened, who all were listening to this rather elongated season because we had to take so many breaks and missed weeks. Uh, I hope you had fun with us because this was, uh, it was a blast, and I'm really glad we did it.
2: I'm hoping it's a see you soon and not a goodbye.
0: Totally agree. Yeah. Because I have you know, I, well, I, the shadows I'm turned a into a goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but I have high hopes. I totally mean if agree. we if we'd have done season one of what we do in the shadows and then waited for season two, that'd have been a see you soon. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But instead we went from two to three and went, ooh <laughs> Yeah. See ya.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, oh. I I've got high hopes, although, of a peacemaker.
0: As long as they uh as long as they keep James Gunn, uh, I I'm I'm game. Yeah. If they try to hand it off to somebody else, uh, we'll see. But you know. <laughs> But anyhow, back to thank you, back to goodbye, and uh, we'll see you soon. Might be next week, might take a week off. We usually do in between seasons, but we'll figure it out. Oh well, um, I think we've
1: had enough breaks recently. Yeah, we've had yes. so many breaks. <laughs> but we
0: we do have one coming up again, but we'll get to that. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Be on the lookout for bad days Bye. Do, 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 do.